Angus Lee. Well, that was a wrap for Sunday Night Football. Um, That was boring. I mean, don't get me wrong. Watching Josh Allen is like watching Prime Shaq. Like, every time you watch Josh Allen, you're kind of like, you know, sitting there in your head like, what the f- like, what the hell did I just see? Like, but like, um, otherwise, like, I expected the to the I expected the Bills to just dominate the Packers, even though the final score was 27-17. The Bills had full control of the game from start to finish. I mean, the Packers can't compete in shootouts. Um, their defense has been very underachieving this year and hasn't lived up and hasn't lived up to expectations uh um of what we had for them um going into the season. Um Aaron Rodgers doesn't give a damn. People keep talking about some, yo, he she should go to a new team. Oh, oh, they gotta get him a wide receiver. No, why bother? Why even try to why even try to convince yourself? Why even try to give advice? Why even try to like sort of try to like, you know, sort of like kind of um kind of like, you know, act like this act like this this guy actually cares. Like he doesn't care, bro. He got his money. At this point, you give him some Advil, some talon, some talon. Or yeah, you guys know what I'm saying. You know, just giving some of those, some of those like you know, those relaxing pills. Put him on a nice hot beach with a with a cup of old fashioned in his hand or any type of alcoholic beverage that he likes, and just let him be. Just let him just let just just leave him be in peace. Just let him relax. He doesn't care. He got his fifty mil. Why the f would he care? Like straight up. Like come on, dude. Otherwise, I mean, the Buffalo Bills are the Buffalo Bills. I mean, Josh Allen is hit or miss. Most of the times, there are always hits. I mean, it's always hits with him. So, yeah, the Bills. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna come out of the AFC. Um, they're the team to beat. Kansas City is not, um, is not, is not, is not that good this year anyway. So, even though they had a bye week, <laughs> so I shouldn't be talking about the free real estate agency. But still, like, um, yeah, the Bills, man, they just, they, they're, they're the Bills. Like, they're just too damn good. Um, Josh, uh, Josh Allen, um, Stephon Diggs was frying the entire Packers secondary all night, and it was getting, it was getting salty with him. It was, it was, Stephon Diggs was going back and forth with, with um, Jair Alexander. I, I don't even know why he wasted his time with the guy. Like, the guy sucks. Like, he got cooked by Scary Terry last week. Like, he's, he's nothing special anymore. And he got, he got, he got, Jair got his money, and now he sucks now. So, good for that guy. But otherwise, yeah, the Packers stink. Their defense stinks. Their offense is unwatchable. And a laughing joke. Matt LaFour is a shitty head coach. Aaron Rodgers doesn't care. Um, and that's 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 final. And then the Bills, did the Bills. Cool. All right, yeah. So that was Sunday night game. So now let's go back to Thursday night. Um, Ravens at Buccaneers. Um, we got Lamar Jackson versus Tom Brady. Um, oh, by the way, happy Hallow's Eve. Even though it's about to be Halloween in like a couple minutes, but happy Hallow's Eve. I hope you guys. Enjoying yourselves this weekend. Probably going to a couple of Halloween parties, dressing up as some, as some, I don't know, some, some, some clown. Some of y'all probably, some, some of y'all probably dressing up as Mario. Uh, I saw a couple of friends on Instagram dressing up as Fiona and Shark. I mean, I said Shark, <laughs> Fiona and Shrek, and a whole bunch of other, you know, crazy nonsense. You know, you know, other goofy characters. Me, I don't really, I don't really do Halloween like that. I always appreciate free candy, but you're never gonna catch me dressing up as some. As some as some goofy character, you know, walking around in the middle of the night going trick or treating, just so I can get snatched up by a killer clown, by a killer clown, and then I'm gonna be pronounced dead in like the next week. I'm good. I'd rather just stay home where it's safe and go watch a Halloween movie or something. <clears throat> now back to 
the week eight games. So Thursday night we got Ravens and Buccaneers. Um, I thought the Bucs were going to win this game because I was expect I was expecting the Ravens to choke another to ch- choke another double digit lead. And we all know Tom Brady loves you know to like you know take it in, man. Like he loves taking those free blowjobs. He loves t- the opportunity of you know um taking advantage of a team's mistakes and capitalizing on capitalizing on it or on them. But um, but um uh both teams start off very, very slow and couldn't really get anything going in the first half. And then all of a sudden in the second half, the Ravens remembered how to play football. They flipped the switch. Um they started getting up and down the field pretty easily. So they started getting into the end zone. Like it was like, you know, like another day like another day at the office, um, Mark Andrews went down early, but Isaiah likely, you know, um, stepped stepped right in perfectly, perfectly in, in his place and started catching touchdowns. Um, Lamar Jackson was doing Lamar Jackson things. You know, he still had a couple of what the f plays, like what what were you doing? But it's, I don't know, I don't know. The Ravens, they do whatever the hell they want. As regards, they're gonna make the playoffs because the division sucks. Because the Cincinnati Bengals are are show themselves. Steelers are trash, and I'll get the Steelers and I'll get the Steelers in a minute. And um, what was the last thing? Oh yeah, Cleveland they suck too. So, um, so yeah, that's that. Um, for the Buccaneers, um, Tom Brady, um, he just he just um announced his his divorce with his wife, which I think he rightfully deserves because he chose football over his family. So screw that guy, go to hell. Um, you forty five years old. I don't even know why you still want to play football anymore. Um, you have nothing else to prove. Um, what you call it? Um, and your team sucks right now anyway, and you're probably not gonna make the playoffs. So was it really all worth it? No. So you 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 made you made your decision. Now 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 you now live now you live with that. Now you live and die by that by that choice. Um, what? Yo, like, can you can you go somewhere, bro? Uh, whatever, but I'm still um, <clears throat> but yeah um, then what was I saying? <laughs> oh my god, but yeah um yeah, so yeah you you made your choice now live with it you know you know take take it to the grave and just keep it moving. So you want you sing you single that you can go to the strip club and go and go you know fuck some hoes have fun with your fifty year old self. I mean you could you could bag any type of girl you want anyway because you're Tom Brady. So go 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 have fun. Um, Broncos, Jaguars. See, I'm really upset the Broncos won this morning. Um, this was in London, by the way. This is one of the London primetime standalone games. I'm really upset that the Broncos won because now people are gonna are gonna stop are gonna start hopping back on the Broncos train. And Russell Wilson kind of showed flashes of his old self. So now people think like, yo, Russell Wilson's back. Yo, the Broncos are going to start making some noise. They might make a late playoff push. No, the Broncos still suck. Russell Wilson is still a fraud. He's washed. They paid him a quarter of a billion dollars. He he stinks. The Broncos stink. It's over. Like, the Broncos aren't making the playoffs. There's no way they're going to be able to even make a late playoff push in their division. We still got Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. Good luck. It's over with. Um, and then the Jaguars, um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but you guys know how I feel about Doug Peterson. Y'all know, I think y'all, y'all know I already, um, predicted that Trevor Lawrence is going to be a bust because he, because he is, because he sucks. He played, he, 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 he didn't really do much at all in this game. He, um, he was pretty much awful for the most part, especially towards the end of the final, the final closing moments of the game. Um, 
Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, he sucks, man. I don't know. The entire Jaguars team sucks. The only, the only, the only um positive thing about the Jaguars is, tra is Travis Etienne. I about to say Trevor. <laughs> Travis Etienne. Outside of him, like, that entire team sucks. Um, The defense is trash. Um, The offense, um, I, 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 my eyes hurt every time I, I even, like, just, just watch their offense, like, sort of, like, unfold. I, I just can't. Like, the Jaguars are terrible. Um, they, they, They're 2-6. and six. They deserve to be 2-6. and six. They suck. And it is what it is. Dolphins out lines. Yo, the Lions were beating the living crap out of the Dolphins. And then all of a sudden, second half came and the Dolphins just sort of like flipped the switch. Tua went crazy. Tyreek Hill had like 170 yards. Jalen Waddle. And he waddled away. Waddle Waddle had like two touchdowns over 100 yards. Mike Gazeki caught a touchdown. It was just touchdowns galore. Like Tua was just throwing up dimes, throwing dots over the field. He had over 300 yards. Like, you know, this Dolphins team, I told y'all, with Tua, bro, they a different, they're a different, they're a different breed. Like, they're a different animal. I told y'all, without Tua, this Dolphins team is ass. But with Tua, they, they're unstoppable. They are, they are, they are a force to be reckoned with. They are legit on, on playoff contender, man. And, and uh, I'm glad that, you know, that things are looking right for the Dolphins. Things are looking good for Tua. And, you know, I hope they, they, they continue to, to put up this level of dominance. Um, for the rest of the season, <clears throat> uh, Panthers, Falcons, dude, I don't know what the hell, yeah, like how, like the Panthers scored 34 points and the Falcons scored 37 points. Look, I mean, sure not, the Falcons can score points, but like 37 though, what, what, like, yo, they could barely put up 20 points against the Bengals, but yo, look, the Panthers, they suck, right? We all know that, right? They're garbage. I think PJ Walker is the franchise quarterback though. He's definitely better than Baker Mayfield and um what's the other guy's name that um that bump from New York? Oh yeah, Sam Darnold. Yeah, that guy. He called himself a good quarterback on the podcast. Yeah, that yeah, that idiot. Um, but yeah, but the Panthers and Falcons, look, this game is a great example of why you need to have a very, 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 and I mean very, very, very good kicker. Not just very good, but I think you need an excellent kicker. Like you need somebody that is just out that is just out of this world type of good. Because that's what won the that's that's that that was the deciding factor of the game. That's what won the Falcons' game. The Falcons had young Hoku. The Panthers had some nobody, because Zane Gonzalez is out for the year with some with with an injury. And that cost him the game. The Panthers kicker missed two game-winning field goals. He could the Panthers kicker could have won them the game in regulation. He failed to do so. He could have won them in overtime. He missed the kick again, and then the Falcons had the ball last. They get they 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 put the game in the hand of Young Hoku. He made the kick, and the Falcons went home with the W. And now they're first in the NFC South. And I'm telling you. After DJ Moore scored that hell that that hell that that um that 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 hail mary touchdown, yo. After the guy missed the kick, bro, for the first time, he was like, oh, he's like, ah, it's cool, it's cool. Like, you know, everybody missed kicks. Let's go to OT. Then when the kicker missed it for the second time in a row, he was sitting there on the sideline with his head down, like nothing but pain. He said, why? He said, why? He said, why do I got to go through this suffering? He said, why do I got to go through this pain? He said, why? He said, Christian McCaffrey out here catching touchdowns and, and scoring multiple touchdowns on the 49ers. It might go to the Super Bowl while I'm out here dying on the garbage 
Panthers. Why? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, he was, yo, yo, he was, he was out of it, bro. He was just sitting there, like, depressed as hell. Like, oh my God, I, I, I hate this team. Like, yo, he would, yo, he was ready to wild out for real. It, 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 it was hilarious. No, no like, no, no funny stuff. But, but yeah, um, the Falcons, you know, um, they're not first in the NFC South. The NFC South is garbage, by the way. Um, I know, um, the Saints, they suck. Um, the the Bucks, we we already talked about them. They they their offense is 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 um is pretty much like um a laughing gag. Um, and then um, yeah, the Panthers lost so because they because they because the, the Falcons beat them so yeah. Uh, Cardinals at Vikings. Let me say something. This game, the Vikings were were had full control, right? I was about to say they were dominating for the most part, but they weren't really dominating the Cardinals. But they had control for majority of this game, and then the Cardinals like got a spark after that D hop um one handed catch, and then Ronald and then Rondell Moore started started breaking tackles, and then he scored, and it was just like yo like you know this game just came down to the to the to the to the wire, um, and then the Vikings scored a touchdown, and then Kyler Murray had the ball last, and while he was coming down. Um, the, while he was while he, while he was coming down the field, getting ready to score, he threw a, he threw an interception and he lost in the game. And then the my 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 first thoughts when I saw what um what ha- what like what 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 like you know like what just transpired in in front of in front of my own two eyes with the Cardinals and Vikings with that ending is that this is why Kyler Murray is trash and why he gets criticized the way he does because. Of dumb shit like this, he's getting paid forty six million dollars, and he throws a get, and he throws. I always say game winning, but that it's not a game winning because he didn't, like you know, he didn't win them the game. But he throws the the, the basically the game losing interception. Cause, you know, it's Kyler Murray. Like the hell, and I think that was his third interception of the game too. Like, like oh no, that was the second. But yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, three touchdowns, two picks. Like dude, like Kyler Murray, like he sucks, man. Like I don't know, bro. Like. The Cardinals, even with D Hop back, they still ain't they still ain't Jack because Kyler Murray's your quarterback and Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury is your is your coach. So as long as those two are are a duo on your team, you're not going to be successful in a National Football League um, as a member of the Arizona Cardinals. And as for the Vikings, you know, good win for y'all. Y'all six and one. Now people think that you guys are going to be are going to be a Super Bowl team. Look, I'm going to just say this about the Vikings: you have a very talented roster. You have an offensive coach. Um, Kirk Cousins is obviously not a bad quarterback, but Kirk Cousins in meaningful games, that's the Kirk Cousins that you're going to, that's the Kirk Cousins that, that, that everybody should be afraid of as a Vikings fan. Cause that Kirk Cousins, yeah, um, he's, he's the one like, yo, he, like, he's the reason why people like me are never going to cheer for the Vikings. We're never going to support the Vikings because we know that Kirk Cousins is going to always show up and he's going to be the reason why you guys lose. So. And trust me, playoff time, Kirk Cousins. Even when he got that one fluky playoff win, look, he sucks. Like, like, like you know, I'm just saying that right now. Plus, you guys have played against terrible teams. Um, the best team that y'all played were the Eagles, fully healthy, and they whooped your asses. Then you played against a Miami team with Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson playing. Y'all obviously, that, like, you know, you guys were obviously going to win that game. I had you guys winning that game because I knew what out too with the Dolphins are going to be garbage. So. Now you play this Dolphins team right now. With Tua, you guys would you guys would lose straight up. So it is what it is. Um. Um. Bears, Cowboys, dude. The Bears, yo, they fall really hard, man. Like, 
Every time I watch the Bears play football, man, I just feel even more sorry for Justin Fields, man. I really do. I, sometimes I want to I want to cry for Justin Fields because I'm like he he deserves better than this. He really does. The Bears don't give a damn about him. They don't care, bro. The last time they the last time the Bears had an All Pro quarterback was in the 1950s. You don't know how long ago the 1950s were. They 1950s like were about 70 years ago, and it's now 2022. They don't. And I and I was talking to my friend about this like I think a couple like last week. Right, like early last week, like I think on a Monday or Tuesday, I told him about the Bears because we was talking about the the Monday night game, the Bears and the and the Patriots last week. I was I told him when as as a franchise, when your best offensive player was a special teams player, that 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 that, that speaks volume. That that's 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 all that needs to be said. That all just that's all what I need to know about how your team values offense. That's it. And no disrespect to Devin Hester because he's one of the the most electrifying and greatest um um return men return men of all time. Cause you know Devin Hester, I mean he single he handily carried that twenty that I said twenty sixteen that that two thousand six um Chicago Bears um Super Bowl team. I mean he was the only, I mean he he scored the only offensive touchdown of the game. I'm pretty sure like. That 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 Chicago Bears team, like yo, he was the heart and soul of that entire franchise when he was playing there. So, um, you know, all 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 all, all love, all nothing but love and respect goes out to Devin Hester. But, dude, like the Bears, they don't give a damn. They don't give a damn about offense. All they care about is defense, 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 baby, yeah, defense. Woo! Like no defense. That that no, that doesn't win you games anymore. No, it doesn't. You know what wants you games? Offense and scoring a bunch of freaking points. Cause look what the Bear, what the Bills did. Um, look what the Bills did tonight. Yo, Josh Allen was turning over the ball like a mother effer, but because they were up by like almost thirty points and they knew the Packers couldn't score with them, they 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 would they, they they was chilling the entire game. When when a team knows that you can't score, but they can score themselves, they not they not they not losing sleep the you know the night before. They're not. This is an offensive league. And when you can't put up points consistently as a team, you're a liability. You're going to lose games. It's that simple. Um, the Cowboys, look, Tony Pollard is better than Zeke. I don't think we all know that. Um, he was out there just shaking and baking and cook and cooking the Bears secondary and that entire defense in the backfield, like, yo, like, like he threw, like, he had three touchdowns. Like, dude, Tony Pollard is 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 a is, is you know, he's a menace, bro. Like straight up. Um, Dak is Dak, I guess. Like, it's, there's never, there's no, there's never really, there's never really anything impressive to say about Dak because Dak is Dak. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, he's the Black Kirk Cousins, bro. Like, he just does what he needs to do. Like, it's Dak. So, good one for the Cowboys. Your defense is still um hellacious as hell. Uh, Michael Parsons is a monster. Um, yeah, so. Um, you guys are definitely gonna make the playoffs, but we'll see how you guys play in the playoffs when um Dakota is your quarterback. Uh Raiders Saints. Um Raiders scored zero points. They scored a donut. Look, um Can you guys give me my flowers, please? What did I tell y'all about the Raiders, bro? Oh no, but Mercy.
Mercy was, yo, they got Devontae Adams, man. Yo, they got Darren Waller, man. Yo, they got Josh Jacobs, man. Yo, Derek Carr gonna be in the MVP race. Shut the fuck up. What did I tell you? The Raiders suck. Josh McDaniels ain't shit. Derek Carr, Jesus Christ. Yo. Yo, De yo. I gotta check on my glasses. Like, hold on, hold on. I gotta get real serious right now. Derek Carr might be one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Like, I'm I, I'm not like I'm not even joking. Like, yo, he's that damn bad. And I know Devontae Adams was playing with the flu, but let me tell you something. If you would have taught that to Michael Jordan, he would have slapped you right in your face. Nah, nah, I have a slap, he would have punched you in your face. Because if he was able to punch Steve Kerr, he would punch you. But let me tell you something right now. I don't give a damn that Devontae Adams didn't did, um had had the flu. He, he didn't play well, he sucked, he stunk up the joint. Cool. Like, you know what I mean? It is what it is. But Derek Carr is so bad. He's literally holding back the Raiders franchise, and it, and it's honestly, it's 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 just it's it's just like you know, it it just it's just sad, man. Like it just hurts. Like if the Raiders had anybody else at quarterback, the Raiders would be so would be would be so much better of an organization and an overall football team because Derek Carr is just not it. He he, he like Derek Carr, man. Like yo, man. Like dude, like. Oh my god! Like he he's just he just he's just terrible, man. He just sucks, bro. Like, and and then I'm gonna get I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this though, like the that Raiders, I mean not Raiders, the Saints pass rush, yo, they 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 was they was fucking him up, and yo they was fucking him up. No, yo he yo he was under so much seat under under so much pressure, he was under the rest. Yo, he was literally under siege. Like you know what I mean? Like yo under siege, we under siege, taking heavy fire. Yo, 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 Derek Carr, every single play, yo, he, yo, he steps up in the pocket, he, yo, he's dropping back, ah, 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 oh, yo, he's getting, he's getting hit every play, bro, like, he's getting killed, bro, it was a crime scene out there, but still, he sucks, though, so, whatever, and I said this, the Raiders' offensive line was going to be a, a huge, um, problem for, for, for that offense going into the season, but everybody seemed to ignore that because, oh, they got Devontae Adams, oh my God, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, college buddies, yo, they're gonna, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna cook up the NFL, like, what, like, you know, like what they did in Fresno State, no, 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 they're not gonna cook up anything, no, no, they didn't torch a goddamn thing, no, no, their best offensive performance as as a team was against the Chiefs, and that's because the Chiefs defense already has you know they got their own issues um to to to, to deal with outside of Chris Jones. So whatever. Um, the Saints. I mean, look, clap it up, y'all be the bad team. Like uh, I don't know. Like I got a lot of Saints fans happy as hell. Yo, the Saints, we back, bro. We gonna we gonna make the playoffs, man. Y'all be y'all beat a bad Raiders team. Like y'all y'all that happy? Y'all beat a y'all beat a shitty Raiders team? Like, yo, the Raiders have been ass all year. They 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 were they have been trash all year. They're garbage. Devontae Adams has been a shell of himself all year, bro. Yo, you're happy, like, yo, you be you beat a bad Raiders team. You happy that you beat Derek Carr? Mind you, y'all lost to Kirk Cousins. Like, like, dude, like, you guys blew a lead against against the Bengals. Like, dude, like, you guys lost to Kyler Murray, of all people. Like, <laughs> like, the Saints, come on, man. Like, let me tell you, let me tell you this right now. Saints, calm the hell down. You know, y'all might make the playoffs, though, because your, your division is that damn trash. But I'm going to say this. If you guys do not get a healthy Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, and Jameis back by, like, week 11, you, you, you're not winning shit. And I promise you this. If you guys do make the playoffs, Andy Dawn as your quarterback is not winning you a, a damn game. 
Not a, he's not even gonna make y'all a, a, a formidable opponent. Hell no. I'm telling I'm telling you this right now. Y'all better beg that Jameis Winston goes out there and plays on a on a on a on a ruptured tendon. Because I promise you that. I promise you this. Him playing on a ruptured tendon and having four broken broken vertebra vertebrates in his back gives you a better chance to win to win a playoff game than whatever the hell Andy Dawn has been doing over the past couple of weeks as a Saints quarterback because he sucks. There's a reason why the Bengals, you know, kick kind of like, you know, you know, kind of like, you know, kick, you know, kicked him to the curb. And then he went to what was it? He went to Dallas. They said, get the hell out of here. He went to Chicago. They told him to get the hell out of here after they promised him the quarterback one spot, even though in my opinion that was a big mistake. <laughs> and now he's on the New Orleans Saints as a backup. But now he's playing because Jameis is hurt. So hey man, whatever, man. But Saints, y'all got a good win, man. Good job, bro. I had you guys in this game anyway, because I'm like, you guys had a had a mini bye week. You guys had 10 days of rest. If you guys would have came in here and still lost, and and um and you guys, um, you know, just just didn't come prepared to play in this game. I'd have been like, okay, Dennis Allen definitely has to go because I'm like, you had ten days to fucking prepare. What what the hell were you doing all 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 damn all all damn week during the ten days that you were off? Like, come on, dog. Come on, dog. Um, Steelers, Steelers, Eagles. Let me tell you this. Um, the Eagles absolutely cooked the Steelers. Like, yo, like AJ Brown, Randy Moss, the entire Steelers defense. Straight up torch them. The Eagles, you know, they just they just they just look unstoppable. Um, congratulations to them on remaining undefeated, seven and zero, beating the hell out of the Steelers in dominating fashion, um, impressive fashion. You know, um, Jalen Hurts four touchdowns. He got he got sixteen total touchdowns on the season. He's looking like the MVP of the league right now. And I promise you this, man. The Eagles. I don't know if they're gonna win the bowl. But they definitely gonna get that one seed though. But the thing is, I think they're gonna be the the Baltimore Ravens of twenty nineteen, and they're gonna look good. Jill Hurst is gonna win MVP, blah blah blah. Just for him to just you know choke and look like trash in the divisional round, and then lose in their first ever in their first playoff game, and um. 2022, 2023 um postseason. So we'll see. We'll see, we'll see how their season continues to um un, un, unravel. So, yeah, going for the Eagles. Patriots, Jets. Yo, the Jets could have won this game with ease. Cause I mean, the Patriots just got dominated by the by the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears of all of all teams. Like, come on, dog. The Jets have so much more talent than the Bears. And you're telling me the Jets could have could have couldn't hang. Excuse me. The Jets couldn't hang 30, 30 plus points on the on the Patriots, really? Look, Zach Wilson, I'm out on Zach Wilson. Like, I'm done. Like, I I, I can't. Like, the Jets, they're going to make the playoffs because their, their, their schedule was ass. But, dude, like, Zach Wilson, when you going out there and just and just throwing up free Stevies to a Patriots-led um, Bill Belichick defense, I, I can't trust you, man. I, I really can't. Like, you single-handedly lost to just this game. I can't trust you, bro. I really can't. And you haven't looked good at all in any of your starts since you've been back. It's literally been Brees Hall carrying that offense. And as soon as he gets hurt, the the Jets offense looks completely different. Now, in my opinion, you guys still have a lot of talent, and you guys can still be as explosive and as and as dynamic of an offense that you would with Brees Hall. Plus, you guys did get James Robinson in the trade over the over the week, over the over this past week. But when Zach Wilson is just throwing up free free Stevies and is just acting like a complete idiot, um, 
um, you know, that's that's gonna that's gonna stunt your that's gonna just stunt your team. That's gonna that's it's, it's gonna hurt your team. So he got he he's got to get that under control. But otherwise, though, I'm kind of out on Zach Wilson. Like, I I don't think he's that good. Like, I I really don't. I think he's I I think he's just not it. Seriously, um, for the Patriots though. I mean, like I said before, um, when a quarterback is giving you free interceptions and you're getting multiple opportunities to score points, I mean, you're supposed to you're supposed to be able to do that because if if you can't, then you know, number one, fire the coach. Um, why do you have these players on your team? And third of all, um, how are you even an NFL team? So when when you give a really really bad football team, you know, chance after chance after chance after chance, then it's gonna make it's going to make it easier for that team to um, capitalize and win the football game every single time. It doesn't matter how good or bad the football team is. When you give them interception after interception, turnover after turnover, you know, that's going to lo- that's going to, that's going to lead to losing football every single time. Uh, Titans, Texans, um, Texans, we all know they suck. They got one win on the season. They might mess around and get the number one pick, but, um, Um, but the thing is about the Texans, you know, they got a couple of good pieces here and there. You know, they got Dame, they got Damon Pierce, the running back. Um, they got a, they got, they got some solid offensive line pieces. Um, defensively, you know, Jerry Hughes got has like five sacks on the year. Um, Derek Sinley Jr., who I thought was a reach of a pick, but you know, he's been, he's been, he's been good so far. But otherwise, um, you know, I like Levy Smith as a coach. I don't think they should fire him after one year because. What can you really expect, you know, what can you really expect from him when his entire team is trash? Like, I this is my problem with fans or, like, organizations that want to fire a head coach after one year. When you don't provide a certain individual the proper assets to succeed, how can you expect them to prosper? Like, 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 like where, where, where is the common logic, bro? Like, don't get me wrong. I was I was bashing Matt Rule during his time in Carolina, but like let's look at let's 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 look at the facts. When you give him beer belly beer belly Baker Mayfield, Sam trash ass Darnold, washed up Cam, uh PJ Walker and and Teddy boiled water. I mean, and then you got Christian McCaffrey missing games. Um, overall your entire roster stinks, and then DJ Moore is the number two wide receiver at best. Like what? How can you expect Matt Rule to thrive as a coach, and to sort of uplift or elevate the um the team like the the Panthers? How? Like you didn't you didn't you didn't provide him with the proper with the proper needs the proper assets to to succeed in the NFL? You set him up for failure. He was he yo he was put in position to fail from the start, and he didn't do anything anything at all to help this brother. And now he's jobless. So, hey, man. And I just lost to the Falcons. So, <laughs> like, so. And be, it's because your kicker stinks, too. Because you guys can't do anything right. So, because after you guys, what? After, you, after your kicker gets hurt, you guys you guys have to go, um, you have to go um, rely on some garbage kicker, some no-name kicker, and he just lost to a game. So, what are you going to do now, huh? You, you going to release him and go find another kicker? Yeah, good luck with that. Because who the hell wants to play for the Panthers? Nobody. But anyways, yeah, the Texans. I mean, it's the Texans. Like I, 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 I really don't have anything else to say about the Texans. I mean, 
y'all stink, bro. I mean, y'all, y'all don't got a, y'all don't got a good team. Like, what is there for me to say? Like, whatever. But um, the, the Titans, right? Now this was now the Ryan Tannehill was ruled out for this game. So Malik, this was Malik Willis's first start in the NFL. Now everybody knew going into this game. Everybody in the stadium, you know, that was in attendance for this game. Um, the the, the coaching staffs on both sides of the ball, they knew this was going to be a running duel. And what I mean by a running duel is um, both teams are going to run the ball down each other's throats back and forth, back and forth, you know, every single damn play. And um, whoever strikes blood first, like whoever is the first running back to break off for a big run or that gets hot, um, faster before the other, that's going to, that, 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 um, team is probably, is most likely going to win. And in this case, for the Titans, when you have Derrick Henry, Father Henry, oh, Henry, when you got Father Henry in the backfield versus, um, a rookie sort of project running back, then, you know, you gotta, you gotta put all your money on the Titans, you know, a hundred percent of the time, not ninety nine, not ninety percent, a hundred percent of the time. I mean, Derrick Henry ran for two hundred yards and had two touchdowns in this game. Like, yo, like he was unstoppable. Like, you could, you could, you couldn't stop this man. I promise you. Like, it, it, it was, it was, it was nearly just like it was the inevitable. Like, yo, he was, he was, he, he like, like he, he's known for dominating the Texans over the past well, like five years anyway. So he literally just, he literally just went in there, um. Um, took care of business business as usual, and he beat the hell out of the Texans. Put the put put the team on his back, Greg Jennings style, and he single handedly won won the Titans' game. You know, I know a lot of people are going to criticize Malik Willis because he didn't look good in this game at all. You know, he's a he's a raw he's a raw project of a quarterback. You know, he has all the intangibles. He's he has a lot of upside, but you know, yeah, he, he has a lot of work to do as a quarterback when it comes to like, you know, um, making the proper reads, you know, um, um, throwing like, um, throwing the ball faster and on time in those, in the tight windows, because in college, everything is wide open in the NFL. It's, you know, the margin of throwing to a wide open wide receiver is very, 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 um, thin. Right. Cause like how I made fun of Justin Fields a couple of weeks ago, how like he's like special ed in the pocket um, whatever, um, whatever is worse than special ed in school, that's what Malik Willis is. So, um, but am I really, am I really upset or making a big deal out of, um, um, Malik Willis, um, like, you know, his slow, his slow, uh, his slow on um, progress, you know, trying to, um, adapt to the NFL. No. Because, like, look at it. This look at it from this from this from this perspective. Look at it. Look at it from this from this from this angle. And it's the same thing with Kenny Pickett and and some of the things that I'm about to say. They 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 they're those they have kind of been the um the things that I've sort of been um um raving about in a negative way. You know, when it comes to um the Bears with Justin Fields. When you have a defensive head coach who has no offensive philosophy, who doesn't give a damn about offense, or doesn't know what, doesn't know a single thing about offense, and it doesn't help either that your both your on your offensive coordinator your offensive coordinator sucks, um, and you lack the offensive personnel, 
I mean, that quarterback is going to struggle. That 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 raw project quarterback or that that rookie quarterback is not going to prosper. He is not going to develop. He's not going to grow at the proper or faster rate that you want him that you want him to to to, to you know to to um to learn or or to go. And that's just common sense. Like I always tell people all the time, Patrick Mahomes is great, but we can all as much as we all want to kind of just you know, ignore all of Patrick's, like, you know, past what he did in Texas Tech and some of the weaknesses that he still has now, Andy Reid made that motherfucker's entire career. He did. If Patrick Mahomes ended up anywhere else, he probably would have been, he probably would have turned out to be a bust or he probably would have been looking like Justin Fields right now. But because he fell in the lap of of Andy Reid, an offensive genius, a guy who just knows how to develop quarterbacks and just speaks offense. Mahomes, like, you know, Mahomes, um, it was kind of like, what, what kind of analogy, um, um, analogy should, um, can I say? It was sort of like, you know, like, um, I don't really know. I can't think of a. I can't think of a, a good comparison right now. But I could probably say like you know it's probably like a kid waking up at, you know Christmas morning when he opens up the present. He's like, oh, I got, oh, you got what I wanted. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like whoa, like yeah, man. Like it was a dream come true for Patrick Mahomes to end up with somebody like Andy Reid, for example. Um, Malik Willis, when when you had the talent that he has, and also um the lack of experience, and you're and and. You're you're um you're put in a situation with a head coach that doesn't give a shit about offense, and also the Titans are in win now mode. It, it it doesn't help. It doesn't help his progression at all as a quarterback. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't help his development. Plus, I said going into this game, he was mostly working out with the scout team. He didn't have any time to work with the ones. So the chem his chemistry with everybody was off. So it, it just wasn't going to work well. And it's the same thing with Kenny Pickett. Mike Tomlin is a great head coach. But when you had A.B. for multiple years, Le'Veon Bell for multiple years, and Big Ben for multiple years, he didn't have to worry about offense at all. <laughs> like, now that he has a rookie quarterback, there's no, there's nobody on the team that's like an A.B. Um, Najee Harris is great, but he's not, he's not Le'Veon Bell with, uh, with you know, when he was with his um, prime years with the Steelers. Even though I'll give um, Najee Harris the benefit of the doubt, Le'Veon Bell had one of the best offensive lines during that time while Najee Harris was running behind some garbage. Now, if Najee Harris had Le'Veon Bell's offensive line currently, Najee Harris would be running all over these motherfuckers every single game. Like, you know, he'll probably be leading the league in rushing right now, um, you know, as, as the Steelers running back. But but that's but that's but that's but that's another issue. When your offensive line stinks, because the Titans offensive line is very um thin as well. When, like, like I said before, when you like the offensive personnel, when you like the offensive um um philosophy and then three when you have a defensive head coach you like how do you expect that quarterback to to develop at a proper rate it's just not gonna work this is why Kenny Pickett is struggling this is why Malik Willis looked looked as bad as he did um earlier today and this is why Justin Fields is you know is is in an uphill battle right now in Chicago they don't give a damn about offense their best offensive player of all time is Devin Hester bro like like this is why people got to be patient. You just have to be patient. You just have to be. Or just wait until 
either a um one of these teams get a get gets a stellar offensive coordinator or b the head coach gets fired and they end up with an offensive head coach. That's it. And it's not like Mike Tomlin's gonna get fired, so Pickett's gonna most likely be be be, be screwed. Um, unless Matt Canada gets fired, because Matt Canada is a terrible offensive coordinator. And then the Titans, you know, if Arthur Smith was still the offensive coordinator over there, I think Malik Willis would have turned out to be um, a fine quarterback by now. And most likely, um, he probably would, um, you know, he'll probably be more develop at this stage right now, just through um, eight weeks in his um, NFL career. Also, he'll have time to work with him in the offseason and everything, counting offseason programs as well. But, you know, and then people want to talk about, like, yo, what about Lamar Jackson? You know, Lamar Jackson, Luke Willis, they kind of have, like, the same, like, comparisons and kind of have the same, like, paths, right? Well, Lamar Jackson won the Heisman, so that's number one. <laughs> so, number two, um, I think Lamar Jackson is sort of an outlier a little bit, and he's way more of a freak freak of nature than Malik Willis. And number three, Greg Ro- he had Greg Roman. Out with Greg Roman was there since the beginning of Lamar Jackson's career, right? If I if I recall, he had Greg Roman since the jump. So when when you have somebody who's worked with dual third quarterbacks his entire career, like Greg Roman made um Tyrod Taylor um during his time in Buffalo, he helped develop um Colin Kaepernick with the 49ers. So he knows how to um to sort of like scheme up dual third quarterbacks. Malik Willis doesn't have any of that in Tennessee. So this is why this um this journey for him, uh in in becoming uh um you know uh, um you know at least like you know a capable quarterback in this league it's it's going it's going to take it's going to take a long time it's going to take him it's going to take him a little bit. That's all I saw. That's all I want to say about you know Malik Willis and his situation in Tennessee. Uh, Giants Seahawks. Um, look. Um, I told you guys about the Giants, man. They're gonna make the playoffs because their schedule stinks. But dude, it's it's this simple. This is how you beat the Giants. Shut down Saquon. If you have an offensive line that can protect you from getting sacked four or five times and um not get, you know, constantly pressured every single snap. And you have the offensive scheming to 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 dice up their their terrible secondary. You you're gonna you're gonna win the game easily, and also the Giants, just like the Packers, they can't compete in shootouts. Seattle, we can. You know my squad. I told y'all they was gonna win this game, and they did. They put up twenty seven points. The Giants could not could not could not could not fight back. They didn't have, they 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 didn't stand a chance. They couldn't fight back. So the Packers, the Packers didn't stand a chance against the Bills all night. The Giants, they didn't stand a chance against the Seahawks. Since the start of the since the start of the game, um, and also it doesn't help as well that their special teams was complete dog shit. Um, Richie James had two two had two um game costing fumbles. Um, especially and and that hurts a team like the Giants because when they have to rely on playing perfect and and mistake free in order to win games because they already win games ugly. When you start um turning the ball over, it's going to hurt them a lot. Than compared to a team like Buffalo, who could turn the ball over like five thousand times and still blow you out by thirty, it just not every team it can, not every team is built like that. Not every not every team can op, can operate like that. So I'm going for for Seattle. I I I, I had my 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 um my faith in you guys. I knew you guys were going to beat the Giants. Now all that Giants hype Giants hype can 
can go, you know, can go, can you know, can go down the drain somewhere, and all you Giants fans go shove it up your ass. Um, Commanders Colts. Look, I didn't watch this game to keep it up, to be honest with you, but I'm gonna just say it is the Colts stink, Washington stinks. Um, you know, um, they the Colts they started a, they started a, a rookie quarterback so. Jonathan Taylor was out there fumbling the football like a moron. I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what happened to Jonathan Taylor. I think he fell off. Like I, I think I think he's ass. I think he's done. So I'm playing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that crazy. Look. Um. When yeah. When you have a terrible offensive line, I mean, what can you expect a running back to do? Really. I mean, all running backs need good offensive lines. That's why I kind of. That's why I kind of laugh at people that kind of just be like, "Yo, Emmitt Smith had a good offensive line his entire career. That's why he had the the the, 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 the numbers." Which is which, eighty percent of that is true. But still, you can't take away the time from Emmitt Smith. But then also, like you know, Barry Sanders. I mean, he had garbage his entire career, and look what the career he had. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's either you got it or you don't have running back. And I think in Jonathan Taylor's case, I think he's really, I think he's really good, but. This is making him look very, very weak as a running back right now. But then the Colts, I mean, Frank Wright might mess around to get fired. Um, their defense, um, after losing Matt Eberflus, is um this Gus Bradley defense is not good. Um, Washington, um, their whole entire team's a mess as well. I don't know. Look, um, both these teams, they um they're not gonna make the playoffs. Um, they're gonna go through a lot of um retooling retooling in the offseason. So, hey man, um. Just play out the rest of the year. We'll see how you guys do. Otherwise, I don't really care about I don't really care about either of these teams. I didn't watch this game. I didn't went back to watch the highlights because I'm just like, why bother? Who cares? Um, 49ers Rams. Look, the Rams, they they just can't beat the 49ers. They just can't. The Rams, nah. It's they just can't beat the, the 49ers. Is that simple? That's it. The Rams, I mean, look, they're the 49ers bitches. Is dude. They, they, yo, Christian McCaffrey had the game of a lifetime. Yo, yo, Christian McCaffrey finally had the game that his fantasy owners have been dying for him to have. Like, dude, like he, he threw, he threw a touchdown. He caught a touchdown. He ran for a touchdown. He, I think, he had like two hundred yards on the ground. Like, like yo, Christian McCaffrey, like, dude. Hey, man, welcome to San Fran, bro. Yo, man, that, I'm t- that's that California love, baby. I'm telling you. Christopher Caffrey might be back. And now that, you know, he, he's playing in warm weather, he might not really um be um um how can I say some, you know, injury li- uh, injury liability anymore because you know, he's no longer playing in the cold anymore. So his body's not going to get like, you know, um you know, it's not going to get um um it's not going to like, you know, it's not going to um it's not going to um break down on him. So, it's not going to give out on him. So, I think um I think the Fortnite's are going are gonna be fine. Um Rams. Um look, uh you guys got a lot to, to you guys got a lot to 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 go over in the offseason. I'll you guys still might make the playoffs surprise, shockingly, but honestly, yeah, um or honestly, I don't think I don't think you guys will because Seahawks are gonna make the playoffs and Fortnite's are gonna make the playoffs. And then you're gonna have three teams from the NFC East get in. So that's what that's five spots. And then an NFC South team has to get in, and then the Vikings are gonna get in. So yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah Rams, y'all not making the playoffs. So straight up, like, um, that defense is terrible, and offensively, offensive line is too is too terrible. It's too beat up, and your run game is non-existent. And look, 
you're not gonna you're not gonna win games just by just heaving it up to Cooper Cup every play. It's just, that's just that's just not that's just not um um efficient, sustainable football. Period. And I talked about Packers and Bills. So yeah, that's it. That's all I got today for this episode of the Sports Mark Show, aka the SMS Podcast. This is your boy Merciless. Thank you all for taking the time out of your day to listen to, to me. Um, please make sure to f- to leave a follow, subscribe, feel free to download any episodes that you may like. Also, please make sure to follow me on all my sports social media podcast. Wait, 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 Ah, yo, it's late. Leave me alone. Please make sure to follow me on all my social media platforms, which is at Mercer CEO on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Snapchat. Also, remember, anytime you're feeling generous, you you could click on the link in the description of the podcast and donate any amount of money you want to the to the to the um to the show. It will be greatly appreciated. With all that being said, until next time, peace out. And I'm gonna see you guys later.